What's up, motherfuckers? It's your host with the most, being Katie, a Tin to Jam Planet podcast. This is season three, episode 11. And today we're going to be doing Wu Tang Clan's third studio album, The W, which came out in 2000. And just to give you like a kind of a side note, I'm re recording this episode, so sorry if it comes out later than expected. Originally, Westside Jordan was on the audio, but I got like a new phone, so I, I forgot to back up like all the audio files audio files so I had to like re-record it and I did a last minute too so it might come out later than expected I don't know what day <laughs> so yeah let's get into the history of the W so shortly after the success of the date of their debut album Enter the 36 Chambers uh, Riz allowed like the Wu-Tang Clan members to negotiate solo deals and solo contracts and they just branched off to different record companies. Someone with Loud Record Company, Loud Records, and someone with Def Jam, and I forget the other ones. <laughs> so yeah, they began releasing their first wave of solo albums, such as Gravedigger Six Feet Deep. So that was kind of like the first Wu Tang Clan spinoff group, which was led by RZA, and he sought the help of uh, producers who did. The producer for De La Soul albums, Prince Paul, and Frequan, I think he did stuff with Stetsasonic, I could be wrong, and then Grim Reaper. So they all just kind of changed their names to, to stuff that related to death. And that album was very successful, and that was Six Feet Deep, which came out in 1994, and then Method Man's To came out the same year. And that album kind of got mixed reviews due to like the production. People thought it was dark. I actually kind of like that album, you know. It's definitely one of the weaker solo albums from Wu-Tang Clan. But it's funny how Method Man was like the star, like mainstream star of like Wu-Tang Clan, but his album really didn't do all that well. And then he had ODB, which came out a year later in 1995, returned to the 36 Chambers, the dirty version, which was a really good album, classic album. And then we had Raekwon's Only Bell for F Cuban Links, which is my favorite Wu-Tang Clan solo album which came out in 1995, and then Jizz's Liquid Souls, that Liquid Soul, Liquid, I can't talk, Liquid Swords that came out in 1995 as well. Another classic album, and then Ghostface Iron Man, classic album, which came out in 1996. And I want to say during this time, there was like a flood in Riz's basement, which caused uh, Inspector Deck's album to be postponed, and it came out in 1999. And that album was uh, Uncontrolled Substance, and we'll talk about that later on. And like 36 Chambers, a lot of the group's solo work was heralded as like a classic other than Takao. I heard some people call it Takao like a classic album, but I, I thought it was a, a solid album, you know. Definitely the, the production was a little downstep for me, if that makes sense. And they began releasing their second album together called Wu-Tang Clan Forever, which was a double album. And it came out in 1997. So this time... RZA sought the help of outside Wu-Tang Clan affiliate productions such as True Master and Fourth Disciple. And the album focused more, and the album actually found success in their six-minute single, Triumphant, which was a groundbreaking, groundbreaking music video at the time because it was like one of the most expensively shot music videos at the time, and it costed around like a million dollars. And the effects are kind of shitty, but <laughs> it's still a good music video. So anyways, the subject matter kind of differed from uh, 36 Chambers because 36 Chambers was more like raw, gutter, street music, 
And it was more of like cypher-based music. This time, it focused more on stream of consciousness, 5% of lyricism, which differed from 36 Chambers. And shortly afterward, they released their second wave of solo albums, including Spectre Dex's long-awaited solo album, Uncontrolled Substance, which was a solid album. And Riz's solo album, Bobby Digital, in a in stereo, which was kind of like a... A very, what's the word? It's a choir taste. I, I thought it was an okay album. There were some songs that were really good, but it definitely, but like when you saw the, the release of the second wave of uh, solo studio albums, it kind of paled in comparison uh, compared to the the first wave of, of albums, which were heralded as a classic. These were kind of like mediocre to okay albums. But I actually did like um, Method Man's uh, Takao 2000. 2000 Judgment album, which came out in 1997. No, I think it was 1997 or 1998. But the problem was there was fucking a lot of skits. I think they were like... Half the songs on there were just skits. So it was very half and half with the, the songs and the skits. And it was just... It was a nightmare to get through. I, I skipped all the skits, so... Eventually, I'll review the album, go back, and give my thoughts on the skits. Going for like a fresh listen for the skits. So anyway, in 2000... They were back on the third solo studio album, The W. So the producers on the album are RZA and Mathematics. The guest appearances are Redman, Junior Reed, Snoop Dogg, Nas, Isaac Hayes, and Busta Rhymes. Singles on the album are Protect Your Neck, The Jump Off, which is a sequel to the classic song that came out on the 1993 Into the Wu-Tang album, Protect Your Neck, and Gravel Pit, and Careful, parentheses, Click Click. So let's get into the track listing. So we start off with track number one, intro, Shaolin Finger Jab, chamber slash chamber music. Dope way to start off the album. And to be honest, I didn't care for like the skit at the beginning of it. And the beat was reminiscent of stuff you'd hear on the 36 chambers. And my favorite lyrics are, Peep the jump off, ain't nothing sweet. Get dumped off, fronting like you. Won't get deaded and bumped off. Drastic sun, master guns, that'll run up in plastic ones and then go crash in slums. That was from Raekwon. So a dope song. I'm glad like it has an intro, but it's not an intro. <laughs> that makes sense. Because a lot of artists love like doing intros where they're just talking to skits at the beginning. And I just like how it goes straight to the music. Other than that, skit at the beginning. So we get into track number two, which is Careful, Click, Click, another banger. I love like that dark sound. And it, it sounds like something that would be made in like the basement or something that would be on like Wu-Tang Clan Forever or their first album. I love the hook. Definitely my favorite song on the album, so spoiler alert. <laughs> and my favorite lyrics are from Capadonna. We'll do Capadonna and go down. So Capadonna, up in the boss, getting wilding, money for grabs, I ain't fucking with crab, out of state, cop two labs, hop two cabs, back on the ass, stab you with the vocab, and then from you, God. These ain't the camera guys cause terror in your eyes. Sweat on the hammer fly. Waste of the samurai news flash bulletin. God's on the prowl. We full again rough men scuff Tim's. Sonic bionic lens. Rizza console. Is it Bush or Dole? Front row of the Super Bowl. And then from Inspector Deck who steals a show. Made them throw their hands up. But then they lay flat. Rat pack eat up the alley cat. Average alley cat, prepare for the impact when the contact known to drop facts that crack your hard hat. Must I show improve? Trust I bust. Make you head spin like chrome 
20s on Buggy, I Benz, who contends Wu like the Super Friends, who's your rhyming hero, Wu-Tang strikes again, rules again. And that was from Inspect the Deck. And the music video is pretty dope too. It's like at like a underground like club or something. Or like an underground, I guess you could say basement or warehouse, whatever. So we get to track number three, which is Hollow Bones. And I love the soulful sample and production. Another great song. And we get to Red Bull, which is featuring Redman. So I like how they kind of did Red Bull and Redman. So I thought that was funny. It's a dope song. And I love to see Redman on a Wu-Tang Clan track. And it really solidifies him as like a Wu-Tang kind of unofficial member. And my favorite lyrics are from Redman. Doc Rocket, wife beater with the beating on my wife, ass ironed on the front with the pump built like the clumps. If I find a whack idea, I'll sell you one. My lectures like Hannibal Lecter's, where's the ketchup? Don't speak on it. Shut your trap. See ya, whole crew, yellow with, yellow like mustard packs. And then from Method Man, first issue got first issue got issues. What is hip hop to hot nickels? It's like funk funk dot to snot tissues. Word. Look at my hand and get the third. Finger out your ear hole like fuck what you heard. I've been shitty. I'm from the bowels of the city, New York. And just because my outfit match don't make me pretty. Baggy dungarees, dick need room to breathe. In a room full of crackers, I might cut the cheese. So I thought that was funny. And he actually had a sound effect for it. And we get to track number five, which is probably... We're, getting, we're, get, we're starting to get to like the songs I really don't like on here. So we get One Blood... Under Wu Tang Clan, no, One Blood Under Wu, I mean, <laughs> One Blood Under W, featuring Junior Reed. And this is a Master Killer track. And Master Killer to me is kind of one of like the weakest Wu Tang Clan members, so I didn't really care for the track. It had like the, the beat uses the James Bond theme as like a sample. And I'm not really a big fan of like hip hop and reggae artist collaborations. I mean, there is some that are really good, like One Blood by, um, what was it called? One Blood by the Game and just other examples like that. And to me, like the voice of Junior Reed gets like annoying super fast. It's funny how they sample the One Blood from like this song and they used it on uh, the game's One Blood song. So I thought that was a better use of the sample. And yeah, and I would have liked, it would have been like a dopal song if they got like people I actually like, like Jizza or Inspector Deck. And if they took Junior Reed out of there, so definitely an okay song. Then we get to Conditioner featuring Snoop Dogg. And this is track number six. This is another mediocre song. Basically, this is a Snoop Dogg and ODB track. And to me, the chemistry is just very weird because they're different personalities. Like Snoop Dogg is more laid back and ODB is definitely more in your face. And this proves example why Snoop Dogg isn't on much uh, Wu-Tang Clan tracks. To me, he doesn't really fit their vibe. And ODB, fun fact about the song, ODB actually recorded his verse in the jail, so that's why he sounds quieter than usual. And the hook gets really annoying fast. And at the end, there's like this skit slash song that isn't really connect, connected to Conditioner, and it's like a party rhyme from by uh, Jizza, which leads into the next song, which is track number seven, Protect Your Neck to Jump Off. So like I said, this is a sequel to the Protect Your Neck on the 36 Chambers album. And dope song. I love the use of the EPMD Rampage sample. And it's an appropriate follow-up to Protect Your Neck. I mean, it's not as good as it, but it's still a good song. And 
It has it features all the members from Protect Your Neck minus ODB who was in prison at the time. So there's definitely a lack of ODB on this album. And the beat changes during You God's verse, and the beat has like a very throwback, like late '80s, early '90s party vibe to it, which I like. And I, and Inspector Deck to me has the best verse, and he knows how to start off with verses. So let's do Inspector Deck first. So dance with the mantis, note the slim chances, chant this anthem, swing like a Pete Sampras, taking it straight to the big man on campus, brandish your weapon to get dropped like a canvas scandalous, made the metro panic. Cost static without the automatic, and while I'm at it, yo, you got the cash pass. It it's drastic. Gotta send half to dirty bastard. That was from Inspector Deck, and then from Raquan. And yo, ways to spinning blades of spinning slam in the eighth inning. Stay truck God. Stay play playing Lenin, playing Lenin, and then from Method Man, put on the gasoline boots and walk through hell. And then from Ghostface, I night. I'm nice, max out, creeping with the axe out. Murder these bikini bitches switching with their backs out. And then from you, God, niggas want to pop shit. I pop clits, bitch. I'll put my dick on your lips. <laughs> and then from Jizza, run up, run on the track like Jesse Owens. Broke the record flowing without anyone knowing. And then we get to track number eight, which is Let My Niggas Breathe. No, Let My Niggas Live, featuring Nas. And I love this song. Nas definitely kills it. And it's really dope to see kind of Nas outshining Inspector Deck. Because Inspector Deck is really known for like the hot verses. But they go very neck and neck. And I really love seeing them on a track together. And this is top five. So the, so the save time, I'm not going to repeat fucking Nas's verse. Because it's kind of long and all that. So yeah. Just know that Nas and Inspector Deck have really good verses, as well as Raekwon. <laughs> and so we get to track number nine, which is I Can't Go to Sleep, featuring Isaac Hayes. Controversial opinion. I'm not a fan of it. A lot. I know a lot of people like it. And I was. it wasn't like a traditional song. It was just more mind, whining and it's being exaggerated. And it's really hard to understand without like genius helping to understand what they're saying. And I get this as an emotional track talking about violence in the community, but they have like better emotional tracks like Tears, which is very reminiscent of, but Tears was done way better in a less annoying way. And I wish like they delivered like the verses normally, and it doesn't, I wish it didn't sound like a bunch of whiny three-year-olds on the track. This is definitely one of the weaker tracks on here. So we get to track number 10, which is Do You Really Thing Thing, produced by Mathematics. And this is a solid party track. The hook got annoying for me, like, once again. And I like Inspector Deck's lyricism on here. And Inspector Deck says, Yo, we, thr we thrive on the street life. We strive to eat right. They blind and need sight. We tried to be nice. They talk the small talk. We walk the long walk. We lost. They all got. They forced to fall short. We rock for hard rocks. Rock the hot blocks. Shop the cop rocks. Watch the top notch on action. Begin to make your head spin. Wu-Tang, my brethren. We bang like veterans. They pay for record spins. Taste of medicine. And that was from Inspector Deck. And then we get to track number 11, The Monument, featuring Busta Rhymes. And this is a dope Wu-Tang Clan Busta Rhymes uh, collaboration. And yeah, so my favorite lyrics are straight, smacking nigga, Right in the face like this was handball. I'll make the mirror out his face on the damn wall. 
fuck with the rap geniuses and ballet chicks who walk with a gap street niggas now corporate boss still go to y'all restaurant for steamed fish and Irish moss and and yo the way we do it and you see how my blood my shit bomb your whole your whole I can't even talk show whack I'm gonna cancel your sitcom and then Jizz's verse move up the block giant box blast my song non-stop strictly hip-hop march on do-rag hang low Metal tape and high basses graphics captured the colorful iris. I zoom in with the listeners tune in. Some assuming they paid dues and joined the union. Lost nigga couldn't rumble in the wild jungle. Quick to crumble. Type to be the stand and fumble. Divine master threw on the track and they made him bleed. He produced an unattainable range of top speed. This powerful magnet that left him stagnant was unlikely in the... Camera's larger fragments, unfilled rifle, scout sniper, shoots precise starlight scope with the night vision device, Splend splendid marksman that'll shoot the one off the dice, split a grain of rice, and one shot we kill him twice. Honestly, going back, I, I could have just read the NOS first, but it's all good. Now. I'm not going back. So we get to track number 12, which is Gravel Pit. Another dope song. I love the like fast-paced verses from the Woo. And this is definitely has like a radio club vibe to it. And I think this was big at the time. I wasn't alive because this came out a year before I was like born. So I can imagine how big it was during then. So we got favorite verses from Meth Man. Ha, Holocaust from the land of the lost. Behold the pale horse, of course. Follow me. Wu-Tang gotta be the best thing since Starks and Clark Wallabies. African killer bees. Black watch on your radio blowing out your watts from Park Hill and House. On the haunted hill, every time you walk by your back, get a chill, let's pill. Who want to talk rap skills? I spit like a semi-automatic to the grill. Elbow grease and album room. Baby play me, baby fall down. Go boom. And then from Ghostface Killer, E with the English extinguished to Styles ex Extremist. And then we get to track number 13, which is Jaw World. And here we go again <laughs> with the fucking Rayway. The rap reggae crossover bullshit. This time it's done in like the most boring and slow way possible. In my opinion, this probably is the worst song on the album. It's just fucking slow to me. It's very forgettable. So I don't really care for it. And we get to track number 14, which is the last song here. And this is Clap, produced by Mathematics. And a good song, party song with a call and response hook. I think this is a little lazy to like uh, end the album off on like clap and stuff. I wouldn't necessarily say this is the best closer, but it's better than leaving off on Jaw World. So yeah. Okay, so that was a track tracklist breakdown of um the W by Wu Tang Clan, and let me get to my closing thoughts. So to me, the W by the Wu Tang Clan is a solid album, and probably they're better like last good album because after that they started fading away into like a relevancy because like a lot of like their group albums started like tanking down in quality as well as like the chemistry and the beats like kind of depleted and like the solo albums didn't wasn't all that good because they started like RZA to me he was good from like 1993 to 2000 and then I don't know what happened his production style started like changing so to me, like the chemistry, the beats and the lyricism are still the same. 
in my opinion. I, I feel like they're, they're still good lyrically, but, like, the beats kind of weren't as good as, like, their first two albums, as well as, like, the chemistry started disappearing a little bit. And I'm disappointed with the lack of ODB, who brought, like, a unique energy from the group, because he was definitely the wild card member of the group. And it's a shame that he was, he was like, locked up at the time when the album was out. And there were, like, a lot of, like, kind of skippable, mediocre tracks on here that were very forgettable for me. And comparing the, the lyricism from the previous albums, I'll say they're the same lyrically. I'll give the edge to 36 Chambers and Wu-Tang Clan forever. Production-wise, it's not touching 36 Chambers and Wu-Tang Clan forever, which I put a lot better. And my biggest problem was them trying to go for like that mainstream, like that whole reggae, reggaeton, hip-hop mixture sound, which was really popular at the time. It was very overdone, which is like, I think 2000 to like, 2005, some, somewhere around there. And I really like the features on here, like Nas, Busta, and Redman, who are really good in their A-game. I mean, they're they're kind of fading like into obscurity too, but Nas is still doing good. Like Redman, his albums are starting to tank in quality. But to me, Snoop Dogg didn't really fit the feature and the reggae artists that I mentioned because... They like styled in a really balanced with the Wu-Tang Clan's more aggressive in your face style. And yeah, some of the club tracks fell flat for me and the hooks just got progressively weaker and lazy and just plain stupid at times. So yeah, that being said, I'm going to give the W7 dick on your lips out of 10 (laughs) and we get to my top five songs. So number five is Intro Jalen Finger Jab. Slash uh, chamber music, and then number four is gravel pit. Number three is protect your necks to jump off, and then number two let my niggas live, and then number one is careful click click. And would I buy or burn the album? So to me, like a seven out of ten, and it is kind of warrant to buy. It depends how much money you have. Like I think this wouldn't be like a bad like four dollar or five dollar purchase, but twenty dollars I don't think it's worth it, but. Just find it for cheap. If not, just stream it. You know, you're not really miss, missing much tracks on here. So, that being said, that concludes the album review of the W by Wu Tang Clan. So we're not gonna do a hot take because usually like Westside Jordan comes up with it. He's not on here. So, I think let me see what we're doing next week. So next time you see us, we're gonna be doing season three, episode twelve. And we're going to be looking at our top 10 songs of the 2000s. So we got, we'll see you on the flip side. Take it easy.